This is Jeff. This is Brett. And we're just talking about Star Wars all the time on the Skywalk. What's up, Move Milkers? Welcome back to the Skywalk episode 110. Baby, we're back. Uh, today we'll be talking about a lot of Star Wars news, which Jeff, we haven't done in a while. I've missed this. No, we haven't. We've been off doing our Star Wars Dark Empire miniseries. But Brett, baby's got back, so we got enough to go around. <laughs> but before we do, social meteors. On Apple Podcasts, search for the Skywalk. Sky isn't sky. Walk is in the thing you cook in. Spelled W-O-K. Subscribe there and leave us a review. Spotify, same deal, The Skywalk. Disgracebook, facebook.com slash The Skywalk. Twitter, at The Skywalk. Instagram, Instagram, The Skywalk. And tell us about Podomatic, Jeffrey. Well, listeners, anytime you need that slow jam to the Star Wars, it's starwarsovercoffee.podomatic.com. And all the other podcast platforms, Stitcher, Podbean, Radio Something or Other. Let's get into our first topic, Jeff. YTD Watch. Uh, we don't have much of a YTD Watch today. Right now, it's more like YTD Watch you gonna do with your Star War. All I care about now, Jeff, is what is Taika gonna do with his Star Wars film? Well, do you believe he's been impacted by recent events? He has, but he's still been busy. He's still been doing a lot of cool stuff for charity. He's okay. been doing a reading of James and the Giant Peach where he brings in other oh, celebrities. Oh, yeah, he's busy. Yeah, okay. he's doing stuff. And I'm sure he's... uh giving a lot of thought to the concept of his Star War. All, all I'm saying, I can't say this with enough emphasis, Brett. Please, please just make a plan. Yeah. Don't don't just wing it. All right. I don't I don't need the JJ treatment here. Yeah. OK, I don't want to I don't want to see any interviews where Waikawa where Waititi comes out and says, yeah, I just I didn't know what the heck I was doing. Waika Waititi, Jeff, you just turned him into a Muppet. Waka waka. Waka waka. Let's get to some news nuggets, Jeffrey. You tell me All if right. you're going to dip it or flip it. Okay, I, I'm already telling you, I'm, I am flipping <laughs> what you're about to say next. Let's get into this one, Jeff. Star Wars Celebration 2020, more like Star Wars Cancellation 2020. Oh. Thanks? Jeff... Uh, we knew this was going to happen. Yeah, but why did they wait so long? Brett? I don't know. I mean, Jeff. dude, it is it is June. Right. Not cool. Not cool. The ones who lose here, Jeff, are the fans. All of us. It's it's not even the fact that they canceled it because again, that's reasonable. Yeah. But 2022. Yep. Like we got to wait two years for this, Jeff. You sound like a dad right now. You're like, you know what, Star Wars celebration. I'm not even mad. I'm just disappointed. I'm just disappointed in you. I'm just disappointed. You, you could have done better than this. Yes. Look, 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 all I'm saying is by the time 2022 gets here, we're going to be in COVID-20. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, are we are we seriously not going to look at next year? And you, you know what that tells me? That means they didn't jump on the preparation bandwagon soon enough because what they probably lost for 2021 was the dates at the um, at all these conventions. Yes, I agree. You might be right. You might be right. So here's my question. Who took the dates? What? So what convention? <laughs> what convention beat out Star Wars Celebration? What? What would you be? Tell me your prediction. What would you be okay with if if you heard that this convention was happening? You'd be like, you know what? Okay, I get it. I understand that Star Star Wars Celebrations was bumped. 
Nothing. There's nothing that you can put there. No, because... What about a Harry Potter convention? Heck no. No. (laughs) No. Not at all. Okay. Here's what I think it's going to be. It's going to be like a concert or something. You know? Jeff, you're going to find out that Nickelback is performing in Anaheim in 2021. And we're all sitting at home, bored, with no Star Wars news. (laughs) With nothing. So, So anyways, I am very disappointed that Celebrations is not happening. Jeff, here's one thing I found strange. The very night before they canceled, one of the mm. organizers, uh, person from Reed Pop, the company that arranges Star Wars Celebration, tweeted that she hoped for a big, safe celebration this year. I thought that was hilarious. Those are oh, the two wow. words you cannot put together right now. Big wow. and safe. You cannot have a big convention that is also safe. So anyways, Jeff, 2022 is a new hope. Mm. And here's the thing. Glass half full, Jeff. I think it's going to be huge. Okay. I think the good news is we should know much more by then about more than one Star Wars film. I think right now, Jeff, all we really have is television and books and games, Yeah. which is okay. But I mean, you know, the marquee product of Star Wars is film. Uh, By that time, we should know what Taika's Star Wars is going to be all about. Okay. Kevin Feige, assuming that their project isn't the same project, that they're not collaborating in some way. So I think, you know, on the one hand, we're not getting it now, but I kind of questioned how many big reveals would they even have this year, since Mm. we know there are no movies that are really well along in development that we know of. So my point is being, we're going to have a lot more news at Star Wars Celebration 2022. The reveals are going to be big. It's going to be, you know, heavily loaded now. That we've mm-hmm. lost Celebration 2020. Uh, another thing that happened in connection with this was delaying the High Republic launch, uh, including the initial book release. Which they really should have done. Which was scheduled for Star yeah. Wars Celebration. That's when we knew Celebration wasn't going to happen, right? Because yeah. if you're going to launch this book at Star Wars Celebration and then you cancel the book, um, obviously you're going to cancel the show. But Jeff, the question is, why though? Why cancel the book? Dude, it's a book and everyone's working from home. So right. <laughs> why exactly. wouldn't you release a book? You know, Jeff, I'm reading Dune instead. Okay. This yeah. is what it made me do. Oh, that looks nice, bro. Jeff, you want to know when the new movie comes out? December 18th. This year? Of this year. No way. Jeff, does that date sound familiar? <laughs> it <laughs> yes, should. It That's a Star yeah. Wars date, Jeff. Yes, it is. That's five years to the day from the release of The Force Awakens. Wow. Right? Wow. Although, although if anything was going to set up if anything was going to take a Star Wars date, it should be Dune. It should be Dune. They also took Come Oscar on. Isaac away. Uh, yeah. They didn't take him I away. Mean, he know. finished, and then he moved on to Dune. <laughs> okay. Our friend Rui thinks mm. it might have something to do with comic book distribution, and I think he might be right about that. Um, what do you mean? Well, the launch of High Republic is like a series of, of books and comic books. So he's thinking that maybe because they won't be able to release comic books the way they normally would – these things are all going to piece together. Apparently, Jeff, uh, they do there's have a, a plan. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on. You're telling me there's a plan? There's a plan. Oh, there's please. a plan in place. Um, but even then, I feel like figure it out, man. Like you yeah. said, Jeff, we're going to go through the hot summer months, the mm-hmm. fall, and the dead of winter <laughs> without this stuff. Yeah. And most likely, we're all going to be home, you know? Yeah. Um, I, you know, I, I really feel like Star Wars as a franchise is missing the opportunity to catch people at home. Yeah, man. And that's the thing. I think it's all about money. I think it's, 
you know, they figure that if people are in bookstores, if people are at Celebration, the release is going to be much bigger. And yeah. frankly, I disagree. I think everybody's ordering stuff online right now. And I think everyone would order that book. <laughs> Jeffrey, let's okay. move on to our next news nugget. Star Wars Squadrons. Oh, yeah. The game. The new game from EA. Jeff, I think it looks fine. It looks good. Oh, that's that's te- that's a tepid endorsement. What's going on? It's basically a Star Wars space battle flight simulator, which is yes. cool. Which which I like. Hey, Jeff, do you remember how J.J. Abrams didn't give us one single pure space battle over two Star Wars movies? Sorry, go on, Jeff. Did you read about how J.J. helped with the trailer for this game? No. And so automatically you've seen every the best parts of this game and that means the rest of the game is terrible well maybe that's why i'm tepid jeff because what i saw what i saw was good enough i feel like there's not a lot there i guarantee brett that this game's only going to be good for about five minutes now jeff i have an alternate take i have a dissenting opinion from our pal xavier Uh uh-oh here's what xavier had to say this looks incredible and in vr shoot i'm getting this Jeff, I think he might be onto something with VR. Maybe. VR might be the thing that could push this into must-own territory. Can they pull everything together to make this a killer VR experience? So one of the things they also announced is that the PC version of the game will support flight simulator joysticks and throttles. So I know that that's a big deal to a core group of fans Mm. that are really into the flight simulator thing. Right. So I think if you could bring all that together and the VR and really make it feel that immersive, then yeah, maybe this is a must own thing. The price point, Jeff, it's only $40. Yeah, it's weird, right? You would think that would be good news. And I think if you're a true flight simulator game, it makes me think it's a little light on depth, right? Here's the thing. If you showed up at Top Dog... And you had to buy a couple of corn dogs and they t- only charged you 50 cents. Right. You may do a double take. That happened at the Quickie Mart on The Simpsons. And you know yes, what that it does. Meant. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? My assessment is I'm holding the nugget uh-huh. and I'm not dipping it yet. Okay. But I'm not at the point of flipping it either. See, is here's the thing. Did you ever have you ever held up a chicken nugget from McDonald's and said, you know what? Are we sure this is chicken? I've second-guessed anything I've ever eaten from McDonald's, Jeff. Okay. Uh, Next news nugget (laughs) on a more positive... I know. Dude, dude, our nuggets have been pretty negative. I know, I know. No, this is a dippable nugget right here, Jeff. Okay. All right. (laughs) Good news. Mandalorian Season 2 is not delayed. According to every reporter that's ever held a microphone, dip that nugget. Dip it. On another Mandalorian nugget, Slash Film reports that the Mandalorian Season 2 has recruited Katie Sackoff to play Bo-Katan in live action. Again, certain things just fit. Yep. All right. Now, here's the thing. Like, dude, if you look if you look at the, the roster of actors in Battlestar Galactica, these guys have been everywhere throughout sci-fi. Is this like Bill Belichick's coaching tree, Jeff? Dude, dude, it is so related. Like, I can't believe nobody's done this yet. I, I'm sure it's on I'm sure it's on the web somewhere. But like the number of actors that I've seen on Star Wars Battle, Battlestar Galactica. I'm, why did <laughs> we, I say we got that? It, Jeff. We got on it. Battlestar Galactica. <laughs> Jeopardy. They've gone over to Smallville. They've gone over to the CW. It's a good show. It really stuck show. with people. It made a hugely lasting impression. 
Uh, and Jeff, I believe she's the voice of Bo-Katan in uh, Clone Wars. Uh, so it makes Is sense she? that she would. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yep. Uh, I want to apologize to the listeners. I had a fan on behind me. Like, I didn't even think about it. So I don't know if you were hearing that the whole time, but I just. That's what off. I was hearing. I think I was hearing the reverberation. Oh, goodness. Wow. So it's oh. going to be like in Tommy Boy when he's talking into the fan doing Darth Vader. <laughs> oh, I'm your father. Uh, Jeff, next news nugget. Mm. This is very recently breaking rumors from Twitter. Two very good sources on Twitter, though. The first says this. This is from at Noah Outlaw on Twitter. Mm. Okay. He says, we can 100% say that the next Star Wars animated series features the Bad Batch as the main leads. It will take okay, place. That's a thumbs down for me. Heck yes. It'll take place after the Siege of Mandalore and Hunter, Crosshair, Tech, Wrecker, and Echo will all be back. I am totally flipping that nugget as well. Jeff. Yeah, that's a no for me. I hated the Bad Batch, as you know. And as anyone listening to this podcast knows. I could not stand that story arc on the Clone Wars. <laughs> I thought those characters were brutal. I think they were completely just lifted from the squad of Predator. Yes, they were. You, you, can't, you can't just copy and paste. Right. You know, Jeff, here's the thing. And I wanted to mention this about Star Wars Squadrons as well. Uh, representation is great. It is fantastic. Anyone should feel like they're seeing themselves represented in a Star Wars movie. But. The only thing I think you have to be careful of when you do that is also to remember, and and you know, and I will say this: representation is more important. What I would like to see is people try to find a more creative way to accomplish representation while also remembering that Star Wars. And I'm not the first person. I, I don't know who coined this phrase, but it has been said that Star Wars is a period piece. Star Wars is a specific look in a specific place in time. And, you know, generally, I think that's why some people had a problem with the humor in The Last Jedi. It felt out of place. Now, granted, this beloved sci-fi space opera world was created in the 1970s. So a lot of it feels like that time period. But I think you can accomplish that. I think you can still make something feel at home in Star Wars and not feel like, you know, Jeff, like the, the guy pilot that they show in the Star Wars Squadrons trailer. Like he could he could be in Maroon 5. And so when I see that, <laughs> I just, I don't feel like I'm in Star Wars anymore. You're you know? like, huh? I'm like, what? And it takes me out of the experience, you know? And okay. I think that's what entertainment's supposed to do. That's what film is supposed to do, right? It's supposed to transport you to another world. It's supposed to create the illusion, you know, that you're in this other place. Mm-hmm. The thing about Star Wars is that even though there's so many opportunities, they keep telling the same story. Mm-hmm. And there's right. no original content like this, right. this. My point is, you know, even with squadrons, it's like, dude, OK, if you're going to show somebody different mm-hmm. being being the pilots, they need to have a backstory. Yeah. Again, if you're going to bring in somebody different, they need to have a backstory to right. establish that. Yeah. And I'm sorry, you can't just show them at the front and, and be like, oh, yeah, this is who it is. Yeah. Like you need to you need to come out with the books. You need to come out with the with the comics and then you bring them to, to the screen. Right. But yeah, that's that's one of the issues I have with the Bad Batch. I I just didn't think it was very good. It was very derivative, in my opinion. Uh, there are other people who like it, but like it enough for it to be a show? Not many, Jeff. Exactly seventeen percent to be exact. But uh, we'll get to that in a second. Um, <laughs> now, okay. A related tweet. I think, uh, man, I'm sorry that I forget the name of the podcast that these guys do because I would totally mention it. Um, 
This is another tweet from at Corey underscore Wolfpack. I, again, I believe he's friends with uh, the first source that we mentioned. Okay. He says, upon talking to more sources, a lot of them are calling this. Uh, he's speaking about another series now, Jeff, related to Rebels. He says, a lot of them are calling this a Rebels successor series. Going back to what we said, he's referring to another another scoop they had before. This isn't a Rebels 2. The series will be about more than <laughs> just the hunt for Ezra. If I'd have okay. to guess, we'll see Zeb and Hera turn up at some point too. I'm flipping Zeb, but everything else about this, Jeff, I do love. Mm. And I wish this was the next thing that we were going to see. Jeff, we asked the Move Milkers which one of these shows they would be more excited to see. Unsurprisingly, 83% are more keen on a Rebels follow-up as opposed to 17% who somehow found something to like about the Bad Batch. Uh, we got two comments on this poll, Jeff. Logan on Facebook said, definitely Rebels successor series. Don't get me wrong. I like the Bad Batch, but I'd rather have more Ahsoka. Yeah. Jeff Rui on Twitter said, Rebels 2. Give me Rebels 2. Of course. Yep. Yeah. Kind of a no-brainer. I am dipping that <laughs> nugget. That's 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 honey mustard for me. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. I think I'm there with you. It's, it's not quite barbecue. Right. But it's honey mustard. Yep. Exactly. Uh, also released recently, Star Wars Jedi Temple Challenge. Have you seen it? I don't even know what that is. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, you, there's a there's a few things, Brett, where like you bring it up and yep. I'm like completely blank. Can I can I tell you what I think it is? Yeah. Go. Oh, this is good. Yeah. This is like a <laughs> this is a Jeopardy spinoff right here. It's it sounds it sounds like one of those. Um, it sounds like a game on your phone. <laughs> So like you, it's welcome to Star Wars Jedi Temple Challenge, and you you know you have like these. It's it's like you're playing Connect Four or Checkers, yeah, with the Jedi Master. So it's like Candy you know Crush. I mean? It's like Jedi Temple Candy Crush for you. Yeah, 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 okay. yeah. <laughs> this is how we should do all our topics from now on, Jeff. <laughs> I'll give you a name. You tell me what you think it is. Uh, then I tell you so what it am, is. Am I am I remotely close? Not at all, Jeff. Oh no! Star Wars Jedi Temple Challenge <laughs> is a game show with kid contestants. It is hosted really? by Ahmed Best, who, as you know, played the character of Jar Jar Binks. Oh, I think yeah. that's all oh. great, Jeff. I love I all of this on this. paper. I think this is all very cool. It also it's like an in-universe game, so they're like, okay. like Ahmed Best is a Jedi character with his own backstory. Are the are the cha- are the contestants also uh dressed do they up? have jedi names or star warsy names oh good question here's why i don't know i haven't seen it jeff <laughs> wait did it already has it already come out here's why i haven't seen it jeff it was supposed to be on disney plus and for some reason they changed their minds and they oh, put it out on, on youtube again pandemic what is wrong with these people disney plus is on my tv right now waiting to show <laughs> me this show and you won't put it there I don't know what's going on. So here's the funny thing. I'm watching Disney Plus and I'm looking for content to watch. Right. Do you know what I'm watching right now? Uh, Tailspin. Avengers Assemble. Oh, boy. That's how bad it is. That's how bad it is. You're in a bad place. Yeah. It's it's not good, man. It's not good. The Bad Batch should be what they name the collection that's currently up on <laughs> Disney Plus. Okay. The, the, whole li- ta- the whole the, library. The craptastic library that they've given to us. In addition to the Mandalorian. <laughs> Jeff, you know the scene in The Last Jedi when the cockpit of the Millennium Falcon is overrun with porgs? 
Like Chewie's trying to like take care of business and like this little porg's chewing at wires. This one's yeah, ripping and, apart and, the and, seat. And Chewie's like, you know what? I should have eaten all y'all. <laughs> yes. Well, that's what's going on at the controls of Disney Plus right now. I'm convinced. Dude, is is Disneyland <clears throat> is Disneyland even open? Sorta. I don't know what they're even trying to do there. Look, you got two Disney parks in the most COVID infested states in the country right now. Like, come on, what are you guys doing? <laughs> Jeff, let's move on. Obi-Wan stuff. I don't know. There's Obi-Wan stuff. They're still filming it. Ewan McGregor says they're using Mandalorian you know, technology. Okay. Of course they I, are. I'm going to I'm gonna put out a new guarantee. Okay. I'm, I'm ready. Don't tell me you're canceling Obi-Wan, Jeff. Yep. Oh, no. <laughs> it's never going to happen. How do I know? Ne- Dude, Obi-Wan Kenobi, is as a TV series, is never going to happen. This is. I am putting it out here now. Jeff, this Guaranteed, is this I would, is going to be canceled. I would not want to be a Bad Batch fan listening to this episode, because chances yeah. are you're also an Obi-Wan fan. <laughs> and Jeff is just giving you the one-two punch right now. Dude, I'm poo-pooing all of it. All right, there's yeah. no Bad Batch, and there's no Obi Wan series. I wish we've I, been, but we've been of, officially hoodwinked. I wish I could tell you that that was a bad prediction, Jeff. But Bamboozled. I'm, I am too afraid that you're going to be right about that. I think I'm right, Brett. I think the only thing we know you and McGregor is actually going to do is voice <laughs> Jiminy Cricket in Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio film. That's something that he announced, Jeff. Let me wow. Let me give you an idea. Is there any chance now? Because it seems like everything's in disarray. The, the porgs are going wild, right? <laughs> they kind of said that they were going to reset at the beginning of the year. They were going to kind of okay. take stock of where things were at and where they were going. It mm. is possible that they have been doing just that. And that maybe now they've learned, Jeff, from the lack of a plan up until this point and are establishing a plan for the next 10 years. This is what I like to think, is that maybe they are figuring it out right now. Maybe we're going to slowly see the plan unveiled, much in the way Kevin Feige Feige, Feige, uh, slowly developed the Marvel Cinematic Universe into the behemoth and success that it has become. Maybe that's happening with Star Wars. Maybe. We can only hope. Maybe. Yeah. One last note, Jeff. I wanted to throw in a thing about this Making of Mando series on Disney+. Plus. That is pretty good. It's a little bit self-congratulational. Oh, really? Have you been watching See, it? That, okay, so I don't I don't actually like watching things where you're just patting yourself on the back. Yeah. It, it's the self-aggrandizing. Yeah. This should you have know. been an internal thing at Lucasfilm to be like, hey, guys, yeah. look what we're doing with, with the Mandalorian. Check us out. Yeah. No, I'm glad. I'm glad we get to see it. I am. Mm-hmm. Um, but you're right about the tone of it. Um, it. It also feels like a commercial. I mean, we've been hearing now, right? That That's the thing. People, other companies are buying this tech to use on their own production. So you're, you're going to see, you know, you and McGregor said they're using the same, uh, the same setup that they have for the Mandalorian. They're going to use that for the Obi-Wan show. Mm-hmm. That's a no brainer, right? But now other studios are also investing in the same kind of technology, right? Are they? Okay. Yeah, totally. Um, so, I, you know, part of it feels like they're kind of selling it, uh, yeah. but I, but what I really do like to see, I like to see the directors, you know, I really did enjoy seeing Bryce Dallas Howard talk about, uh, her process and, you know, mm-hmm. what she was thinking going into her episode, which I have come to love, by the way. Now I, I love, do like that. Yeah. Sanctuary is, it's such a change of pace from the other episodes. And that's what I really love about it. I like that we can have that sort of standalone adventure, mm-hmm. um, so I think that was great. Of course, hearing from Taika Waititi, who surprisingly had, I think, less to say than anyone else. 
Uh, I do like that stuff. I did find it interesting, Jeff. I don't know if you noticed this. This was in one of the first couple I, episodes. No, I haven't seen it. No. So. Oh, right, right. You didn't see it. Dave Filoni, for one thing, he explains sort of the subtext of The Phantom Menace and the whole sequ- uh, the whole prequel trilogy in a way that's amazing. Really? Oh, it's so much to dig into. We can't do it now. It's really deep and it's really, really cool. There was also a quote from Dave Filoni. Uh, well, he, he basically goes on to describe the perfect story of Star Wars, the idea of selflessness, right? Okay. Uh, the reluctant hero that doesn't want to do the right thing. The, the guy who went bad and ends up turning around and doing the right thing and all that. He ends it with Return of the Jedi, which I think is telling. Oh, wait, 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 wait. I'm not going to say anything else about it. Is that is is that literally how he ended it? That's where he stops. Wow. He just, he just wow. ends there. I think that tells you something. Another thing I found very revealing, Jeff. I think that might be a new, uh, that might be a, cl- a clue. A clue to why the Mandalorian is so good. Jon Favreau had a quote basically saying, without killing people off, nothing matters. And I thought that was a major takeaway. Ooh, ooh. Everybody takes note. Um, you know, he's talking about uh, spoilers for The Mandalorian if you haven't seen it. Like you do need true sacrifice. Yeah. Quill, you know, uh, IG-11 comes back, right? Mm-hmm. Fine. Quill dies. He's dead, dude. He's, he's done. Gone. He's done, done. Yeah. Nick yeah. Nolte has no contract for season right, two. Right. <laughs> you know, he's out of the story. Yeah. Um, and I thought that was but really- But he's a beloved character now. He's a beloved character. You know, there's a there's a legend there, you know? Wow. I do I think I think it's very interesting that he ended with Return of the Jedi. He really did. <laughs> I, I couldn't think help it's it very is. interesting, bro. Like, oh, why don't you explain how the uh, you know, sequel the, trilogy the, the, wraps the into the this trilogy has been out yours. here for yeah. quite some time. Bring in Dark Empire, Jeff. Just replace <laughs> it. Here's what you do. Sequel trilogy. It was all a dream. And then <laughs> the real sequel trilogy, it's Dark Empire. Jeff, which transitions us nicely to recommendations. I just want to recommend hey now. to the Move Milkers to check out our Dark Empire miniseries. Ooh, uh, we okay. are now halfway through, Jeff. We've recorded three episodes. You can find those the same way you're subscribed uh, to the regular episodes of the podcast. Yeah. Um, and check out the actual books, too. Read it before you listen. I also have another recommendation, Brett. Tell me, Jeff. I just finished a playthrough of Dark Forces. That's not the Kyle Katarn one, right? Yes. Oh, okay, okay. It was right. the first one. Yep. If you actually care about story and you want to play as a bounty hunter or as a smuggler or a scoundrel <laughs> in the Star Wars universe, <laughs> this is the way to do it. Jeff, what do you think of next time on okay. our next regular episode of The Skywalk, right? Okay, Not okay. Dark Empire miniseries, Dark obviously, Empire, right? Separate. But our next episode of The Skywalk, what if we... What if we daydream Uh-oh. about what we want from Taika Waititi in his Star Wars It was Star all a dream when was I was reading dream. my Star Wars magazine. <laughs> Fangoria. <laughs> I, think we, I think we should try without the shrooms. Oh, well, then we're probably not going to get very close. <laughs> this is Jeff. This is Brett. And we're just talking about Star Wars all the time on the Skywalk. Oh,